What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the new face of video games, Blessing at AOEA. It's me. Junior. How's it going, Tim? It's going real well. That's awesome. Real well. We got the former informer, Imran Khan. Hi, hi, hi. And rounded out the group today with his first Kind of Funny Game cast appearance, oh, if I remember correct. correctly, yeah. Snowbike Mike himself, Mr. Yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Got to bring the hype if we're doing uh, the first major Xbox exclusive of the year. It's a big deal, and I'm happy you guys brought me out here, so shout out to the Gamescast crew. But of course, I got to bring the hype for some Xbox love right now. How you been doing? Oh, so well. Playing on Xbox every single day, Mm -hmm. and super excited about this release. And uh, sometime this year, you and Gary Witt are going to do the pilot for an Xbox podcast. You know, Gary's excited, I'm excited. We want to bring some green into this studio, but... We're waiting on the word. We want that green light. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys oh, have a name for that light. yet? What's up? Do you guys have a name for we that show yet? We have 10 names selected. I'm still taking names if you want to send me some, but I have 10 uh, hot names I, that Tim and Greg have to approve. Can I throw a suggestion in? Heck yeah. You had me at Halo. Oh. Holy oh. shit. Oh. Oh. Whoa. 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 <laughs> You're all right. Oh. today. <laughs> that was good. That was damn good. You know what else is damn good? Ori and the Will of the Wisp. We'll be talking about that all episode today because this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. You can watch the show live if you're a Patreon supporter on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, and we appreciate you very much. Just like our Patreon producers, Mohammed Mohammed, James Hastings, Evan Ballard, Steven Insler, Sancho West Gaming, Duval King, Jabub, Cody Banks, Agent Cody Banks himself, uh, Trent Berry, Max Blair, Julian, the gluten-free gamer. <laughs> I love it. I love the brand. Uh, Tom Bach, my man. Uh, Nano Support, Michael Bradley, and Joseph O. Yusuf. Uh, you can watch the show on YouTube.com slash games later if you do not want to support us financially, and that's totally fine, too. We like to give you options. RoosterD.com, another one of those options to watch it. Or you can search your favorite podcast service for Kinda Funny Games Cast. Please leave some nice reviews. That shit really helps us pushes things, algorithms, I don't know, all this stuff. Only good stuff, though. I don't want bad stuff. None of that bad stuff. Um, today, like I said, we are reviewing Ori and the Will of the Wisps. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about it in more of a general sense, what we thought about the whole game, and then later we're going to do spoiler stuff. But we'll make it very clear when we're getting to spoilers. Not that there's much to spoil. You know what I mean? There's I a story to that game. You, there is a story. You can watch the trailers, and you're kind of like, I get this. Yeah. But there are moments that I do think hit. That I don't want to take away from. Yeah, so yeah, we will yeah. let you know very clearly when we're getting into that uh, spoiler section. But without further ado, I want to go around the table and see how far are we in Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Snowbike Mike. Snowbike Mike made it six hours without wanting to whip my Xbox controller through a window. But I had a great <laughs> six hours with it. So feeling pretty good about that. And uh, still more to go for me. Yeah. So uh, if I understand correctly based on where you're at, I'd say you're about I would maybe say- like... 50%. Yeah, I would say about 50%, about halfway through Act 2, we'll call it. There's okay. a couple of acts that you could really pick up on. And uh, I was talking to Blessing earlier. There's a little bit more for me to see and do. Imran. I beat the game, and I got I finished all the town stuff. And I I think the only thing left for me is just like life upgrades and energy cells. Yeah. Awesome. Bless. Uh, I beat the game. I want to say I'm, a, I'm at... 70% overall because when you open the game it'll show you the percentage of the way through you are and so I think about 70% I didn't really do much of the town stuff well actually I probably did like a quarter of the town stuff I'd say because well, that's when you're collecting the ores and you're yeah yeah. so I've done probably a quarter of the, of the town stuff um, and I've, I've explored quite a bit but yeah I've, I've beaten the, the core game 
Yeah. I, I beat it uh, maybe 30 minutes ago. Oh, nice. So it's fresh and hot in my mind. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to go back to it. I can't stop thinking about it. I want to 100% it. Like, this is one mm-hmm. of those games that I'm just like, oh, man. And I, and I feel like it's attainable. Like, I feel like 100%. Yes, this game kind of pushes you to uh, to do a lot of the side quests kind of organically. And I really appreciate that for this type of game. Mm. And the town stuff, I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, I, I actually give a shit about these little critters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want like, to talk about that, I mean, when we get into it. Because I didn't really understand much of it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, what, like that. You're building structures, right? With, More like, the less, ore? Yeah. I didn't really get it. You're getting the stuff to pay the guy to build the houses for the little creatures. Yeah. Is it just for the little creatures? Like, is yeah. there no really, like... They're trying to build so their home because their home got is all there any? Up. Do I get anything? Yeah, they're, like, basically when A you do stuff, bond. like... <laughs> you can go into their houses, you can take stuff from them, which is, like... Which, but it's that's, like, the yellow currency, right? They yes. Get, is that it? And also, like, building houses tends to expand the town out a bit, so you can get around places more easily, and there's, like, upgrades hidden around the town. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't really care about these kids. Why am I building houses out there? Yeah. Um, going back before we get into this one, what was your guys' history with Ori and the Blind Forest, the first game? Mike, I had been playing the Blind Forest all month long on Project X Cloud and on my Xbox, so I've been very familiar with it, and it felt like just jumping into the same game with some extra add-ons in the second one, which was great for me. I played a decent bit of Ori one. I never finished it. I think I maybe got two or three dungeons in, and I liked it enough. Like I thought the game was very nice looking, but like one, it was about the time my eyes started going bad. So I, like a game that zoomed out was a very difficult to play. But also the game was just really really hard for me. Yeah. So I never like really got that far into it. And when Will of the Wisps was shown, I was like, okay, that one looks like something I would be really into. So I decided to wait. Granted, that was like three years ago, so waiting took a long time. But I. I like this game better than the old one. Yeah, bless. I've not played Ori in the Blind Forest. I I own it, but it was one of those things where, if first of all, it came out before I had an Xbox, and then uh, once I did get an Xbox, it actually came with my Xbox, and it's one of those things where I, I I'd see the icon for the game all the time whenever I turn on my system, and I'd be like, one day <laughs> I really want to play this game one day because it looked beautiful. I knew it was Metroidvania, and I heard it was like I heard it was difficult, and so I was like, okay, maybe maybe I'll get to this one day, and I just didn't yeah. um and from what i saw and understood of ori it didn't seem like i would need to play play this game for sure to Definitely get into not. will of the wisp and so i was like oh, i'll just try will of the wisp they do a semi-decent job in this one of like kind of like getting you up to speed as much as you need to know for the dramatic moments to hit right you but know there are I mean? also like a lot of direct callbacks yeah the first totally game. totally and i feel like but it's the type of thing that just it adds to the experience yeah. it doesn't take away if you if, if you, you haven't, haven't played seen it. it and also it's the type of thing if you want you could just watch like a five minute youtube video and get caught up Which on all what those. i did there I, you go <laughs> i wish i did honestly yeah yeah because I feel like certain parts. I mean, I feel uh, like even now, if you were to watch it, you'd, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, I get." It's like I could have, yeah, I could have extracted that information from what I played in Will of the Wisps. But even still, I was like, there's certain story moments where I was like, I feel like I should. I feel like if I, if I, maybe if I played the first one, these would have hit harder. Even though like there's some story moments that still hit hard regardless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I beat uh, Blind Forest a couple years ago. Not right when it came out. Like I played it a lot then, but I took a break and then I went back and restarted it and, and I ended up beating it. And I loved it, but I definitely think it had a lot of issues and the difficulty to me was one of them where it was hard and not fun hard. It was just like, oh, like this is, I'm getting like, crab hands right now Mm -hmm. like you know like trying to like uh (laughs) maneuver the way that they're trying to to make me do it and the combat just didn't ever feel good in that game and this game totally fixes all those problems like i feel like this game is never difficult it can be frustrating at times but that's always Mm -hmm. it's usually an exploration thing not a like 
uh, like combat, combat or maneuvering really? thing. Did you not have any bosses where you're like, this is a bitch? None of the <laughs> bosses were like that for me. But really? Some of the normal enemies were like, this is just some not the, fun. Yeah, some of the normal enemies, I was like, man, these guys suck to have to fight. And I don't know if it was like a specking thing where maybe I should have put more points into my uh, damage because there are ways in which you can mess around with yeah. uh, like, oh, I can put, I can do 15% more damage while I'll take 15% more, uh, more damage from enemies. You have those kinds of things that you can mess around with. But there are certain enemies where I was like, man, these guys have a lot of health. For yeah. like enemies that aren't that big or like don't communicate as like super powerful or anything. I don't think the combat in this game is perfect. I think it's actually far from it, but I think compared to the first game, it is like is it? Night, yes. and, night and day. It is so the much better. The first game's more difficult? Uh, it, well, the first game's more difficult and also the combat just, it, it you don't really have as many options. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. not very heavy in the combat. You just have a couple of options, nothing like you're experiencing in this game. Okay, yeah. Yeah. gotcha, yeah. okay. But the in terms game, of like, maneuverability, yeah. I feel like this game nails it. Like, I'm, I always feel in control. It's floatier than I, I like my platformers, but I feel like that's just the type of game that this is, because mm -hmm. there is, you're in it's the exploration. air 90% of the time, yeah. right? Yeah. By the and end of the game, I was basically parkouring around. Exactly, to yeah. yeah. And it, yep. it's fun, it's fun to move. It reminds yeah. me a lot of Spider-Man, uh, where it's, there was many times where you get um, fast travel pretty early on, and mm -hmm. like it's actually super helpful. And uh, a pro tip to people that might be obvious: uh, you can warp from anywhere. From anywhere, yes. I I figured that out. You don't very need to game. go to the save points to warp because they don't. They, one, they don't tell you that, and then you just assume like you look at you open the map and you see the points like the fast travel points, and you're like, oh, I need to get there to fast travel to the different thing. And it was like halfway past halfway through the game where I like I, I saw the the um, the text at the very bottom that was like, oh yeah, just warp, and I was like, wait, really? And I did it. And I was like. Could have saved me like a <laughs> so we all had that same time. issue. Oh, yeah. I, I figured it out pretty easily because like I was able to work from save points, but or pretty save points before I went to the village. Then when the first village upgrade was also save points. Like this has to be different somehow. Like they can't just have given me the same thing again. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, then it must be that I can just do it from anywhere. Yeah, interesting. Very, very. I enjoyed the journey. I liked running around. That yeah. was half the fun. Yes. You know what I mean? I like warping and. For certain areas, I need to do that. But, you know, I just enjoyed running around, seeing the different areas. Well, always a treat for me. Yeah. yeah. And that's my thing, what I was uh, comparing it to Spider-Man, where it's like we have fast travel and we can just warp from one place to another pretty pretty easily. There's enough warp zones that, like, make it, mm. like, it doesn't feel like you're ever too yeah. far from Like, the world's big, but it's not that big. Yeah. yeah. You look at the map, it's like, oh, this is so far away, but it's like, actually, it's like a, a minute of running. Yeah, exactly. that's a thing. But uh, in Spider-Man, where it's like, you're like, oh, you know what? I could just take the subway, but I'd rather just swing through the city because, A, it's fun, and B, like, there's enough things going on to, like, pull you and distract you from the main quest. I feel like this is a 2D version of that, where yeah. it's like, it's fun to maneuver through the map, and yeah. there's constantly something, like, it's a Metroidvania, so it's like, yeah, there's the secrets, and yeah, there's the obvious, like, oh, well, there's this collectible up there that I want to get, but also just, like, talking to random people. Something I was really surprised in this game was how much it felt like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. Like yeah, they definitely they're definitely direct like mechanical references where you could tell that they 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 played Breath of the Wild and they were like, we could do that or we could take that and put that in our game. So I was actually like Breath of the Wild wasn't the comparison in my mind, and I know mathematically this makes no sense because they would have not played this game by the time they started designing Ori, but it reminds me so fucking much of Hollow Knight. Mm -hmm. yes. Like there oh, are yeah, so many direct things. examples of this exact same thing was in Hollow Knight, and maybe they just took the both ideas in the same place. But like the basement or the town building, some of the dungeon design, even like the weird bug areas, it just all seemed very, very similar. Mm -hmm. And I know like I've played a demo of this game before they like I ever played Hollow Knight. So I'm sure that they did not. But I bet they were like looking at the game like, hmm, 
this is really similar. Yeah. Interesting. I actually loved seeing all the different creatures, all the friends and family members you can make, especially coming hot off of the Blind Forest, the first one. It felt very lonely in that game. You didn't really have many friends, family Mm -hmm. members around. It was just you isolated. And so to see the different characters, what they were doing, it felt like Fast and the Furious to me. I was like, this (laughs) is my family, and this is who I want to be with. And Mm -hmm. right off the jump with the story, too, it's like, this is where I want to be, and I love that the world feels more lived in with all those creatures. Yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah, I, I feel like I really, really, really enjoyed this game. And it's like a lot of the reviews are giving it like nines. I feel like it's just shy of a nine. Like it's That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. I, I think this game is, I think it's an incredible game. But at no point did it feel like a very special experience to me. Mm. And I know that's like a weird, it's like this weird, I don't know, like dynamic thing of, this game is super, it's one of the most beautiful 2D platformers I've ever played, or mm-hmm. 2D games I've played, right? It's a very competent Metroidvania, and by the time you are approaching, like, the later half of the game, or, like, the, the by the time you're, you're towards the end of the game, you have so many different abilities, and the ways in which those abilities kind of build on top of each other, and the ways in which they've, they've built the world to take advantage of all the different mechanics that you have at your disposal. I think that stuff is done very expertly well along with some of the moments that that occur in the game like there are certain story moments where i was like dang like that's really like that's real or that's cool or or, like i was wowed probably a couple times while playing this game that said like andy uh came up to me today and was like yeah man i'm thinking about playing or in the will of the wisp but like there are a few games that are coming out and i'm like dude if if there's a game that you're really looking forward to this month then maybe just come back to or in the will of the wisp later because there was no point while playing this game where i was like like you know, oh I, shit, get hyped. Yeah, this yeah. is or, fucking video there was, games. Or there was no point where I was like, this is different. Like, this is something I've not seen before. Mm. Like, it's it's probably one of the best 2D Metroidvanias of the generation. That said, there have been so many Metroidvanias this generation mm-hmm. that makes me. N- like, it, it, I, I feel like I've, I've played this before to some extent. Granted, this game does do. A few new things mechanically and structurally in the in the ways that it, it designs this world and the ways that it does emulate stuff like Breath of the Wild and I, I heard you you reference Pixar and I think yeah. earlier games daily right it has those elements to it that does make it stand out a bit but at no point was I like oh shoot like this is new like this is fresh it reminds me actually a lot of Onward the new Pixar movie <laughs> where in the beginning I didn't like it that much mm-hmm. but then by the end it absolutely won me over and I was just like fuck this thing has heart and yeah. and it backs it up with like real genuine like content like real yeah. like real exciting things that are, that are happening in characters and all that stuff and Onward at the end of the day is not my favorite Pixar movie. It's far from it. Mm-hmm. But it's still magic. It's still great. And I feel the same about this game where it's like, yeah, it's not going to be on one of my favorite games of all time list. But I just think that it's really like damn everything. Good. Everything it does, it does super well. I do have like a few issues with it. It being um, I feel like it being such a Metroidvania, it also carries some of the issues of Metroidvanias where it, where where. I feel like the way the, the ways in which it points you to certain directions can be done a bit better. I think yeah. I was talking to you a few days ago and you were saying that like, oh yeah, I think this game might be too beautiful for its own good. Yeah. Where like there are certain there are certain places where I got stuck and I had to like hit up Imran or hit up you and be like, Hey, like, have you guys beat this area? Like how in the world I've been stuck in this area for an hour and there was one uh, screenshot that Imran sent me of like, Oh yeah, there's a specific thing that I needed to hit in order to activate this door. And I saw the screenshot, I was like, There's no way I would have figured that out. Because everything just blends in with the world. Yeah. Because the world's so beautiful and everything's so colorful and everything shines, but that then makes it harder to make certain specific points in the world shine so you, so that you know that they're interactable. 
Absolutely, man. And I will say that I, I have a feeling that this is going to be ironed out in the next couple weeks. But as this game stands now and the version of the game I played, this was buggier than Jedi Fallen Yeah, Fall performance Order. was real bad. It was it rough. It was very, very bad. I had issues from characters just disappearing and not being there, me freezing in, in a place where I had to like restart the game, chugging. In, in parts that I'm just like, bro, I am in a fight right now. You need <laughs> yeah, to stop yes. this. And the, the biggest problem for me is you need to pull your map up constantly. A lot. Yes. Like, would, like, I would hitch. say every like 15 seconds max, you're pulling up that map to try to figure out where you're yeah, going. Yeah, especially when you're in exploration mode, you're like, like, say I need to get to somewhere across the map. There are so many different branching paths that every time you would come through like a crossroad, you pull up your map and you're like, okay, which way do I go? This way. Every time you pull up the map, though, it has the same issue that that Control had, where you pull up your map and it stutters. Like the map stutters to open up to like. So pretty up. much what happens is the map starts coming up and it's semi-transparent and you see the the world behind you, mm-hmm. and then the world like starts to go away, but it's not clean and it's really it kind of just feels like jut jut. Boom. Yeah. And then it just gets in there. And I'm like, when you're doing that every 15 seconds, it's like, oh man. And then this like, is the like I don't know if you guys had this, but when I would unpause. It would then take like a second and then and then yeah, stutter and yeah, then get yeah. back because that was for me that was every single time I unpaused the map. It's especially annoying when like I just want to do a thing with the badge real quick. I mm-hmm. just need to change this badge out or find yeah. out what this is. Yep. But those share the same menu. Yeah. So yeah. it's like well it was on map last so it goes to map by default. It's like I need to put yeah. just let me press this button and go there. And There's a couple of UI things that I feel like they definitely could have improved on. Like I feel like it would have been really helpful to have a mini map of some sort on the yes. the main gameplay screen. Yeah. And I get they didn't want to do that because they like it's, it's too such, beautiful. It's, it's yeah, too you can't beautiful. Do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. come um, aesthetic quality. But it's it's one of those things where it's fashion over function. You know what I mean? It's like I really would have appreciated having that as yeah. an option. Halfway um, through my playthrough, they put out the the patch, um, which was not fun for me because in the middle of a boss fight, it actually forced me out (laughs) and it forced the update and i was like well that sucks um and i i I couldn't find any youtube videos of this but um i only looked on my phone for a second but i'm sure they're out there but the patch drastically changed the look of the game like it looks totally different than Hmm. than like the the coloring is different strange and it's just like and it looks beautiful before it looks beautiful now it just looks different so it's like can you try to find an example i'm talking about like uh ori will the wisp before Pre-patch, like before and after with the patch, because I've never experienced anything like it. <laughs> like yeah, it was I, a, a weird thing. I gotta. I I wish I had time to play after the patch I got yesterday because there was a, uh, like we were texting back and forth last night because you were trying to get past a certain part, uh, and I try to open my game so that I could check out like okay, what's he talking about? Where is he? Let me see if I can figure it out. And my game. My game updated, and so I could I couldn't get into it. But then, like, yeah, I didn't play much after because I'd already beaten the game by the time I got the patch, and so I don't know if like some of the issues I had were fixed. There was one, a lot of them are fixed. Are they fixed? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, but a lot of them still exist. Because there was yeah. one issue I had where I got I got to the end of a chase sequence that took me maybe ten tries because I kept dying and dying over and over again. It's one of those it's one of those sequences where you have to get it pixel perfect, like you have to get it right. Um, and I finally got it right, got to the very end of it, and then my game froze, and I was like, oh, okay. It's, it's done this from time to time. It'll recover. And then, no, like for 30 seconds, I just sit, uh, sat there and my game was just frozen. And yeah. I was like, come on, man. Like, mm. this game looks so good. It's like, like when you're playing it, it's so polished. But, yeah, it just has the, those technical issues that, that kind of didn't ruin the experience for me because, like, the game is still, like, very good. Yeah. But it did take away from the experience. Yeah, it sounds like it came That's in real hot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what's weird too for me is this is a game that is, has such brilliant colors, right? Like it's oh, definitely yeah. like such a beautiful like 
just it looks like a rave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, everything's always glowing. Everything's glowing. The HDR is not great, and it like it's actually probably some of the worst HDR I've seen uh, on a on a game, especially on the Xbox One X. And I'm like, this is prime time for this. Like I don't understand. Everything looks blown out, and I, that's another thing that like they totally could fix. But it's a weird thing where it still looks so good. But it's just like I know what it could look like, mm-hmm. and it's just like like when I boot up a Horizon, right, or even Spider Man, I'm like seeing the 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 way that like the sun reflects and stuff. I'm like, why doesn't Ori have this? Like it's it's kind of bizarre. You got this real quick. Let's see. So this is the pre patch version, or no, this no, is 1.0 retail. retail. So this is that's how it looks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's different. Huh. That's right? totally. reasonably different. Dramatically different. Huh. Okay. This is the patch. Okay. But even wow. though, like, look what I'm talking about with the HDR. You can see it on the the right side, like with the the light coming through the tree. Mm-hmm. It just looks blown out. Maybe it's my TV, because I I don't have. I don't, actually, I don't know if I have an HDR TV. I just got this new TV. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. It's not. It's like 1080p though. It's not 4K. But I don't. Maybe it's my TV that didn't. Uh, that maybe that's the reason I didn't see yeah. the difference. But yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks like a little. Go wash. back for a second. Pause it. It looks a little washed out in the original. Like the yeah, virtual right here. Yeah. Like, look at the difference of detail in the yeah. bush. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Kennedy assassination thing, like right over here. Yeah. That's crazy. I but would yeah, not dude, have realized it, that. And again, beautiful on the left. But then you have the right one, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's such a weird thing that they, they just forced. How, yeah. On. Like, how do you, how does that, how's that a patch? Yeah. That's crazy. So That's I am cool. going to point out, like, that, see how close the camera is to Ori there? I wish the entire game was played that way. Mm. Like, because mm-hmm. there are times where it just zooms out so far, and Ori is like a tiny a, little, a tiny little yeah. sprite, a nondescript white sprite that is so difficult to see. Not only him, but like the various things coming at him at any given second. Yeah. So oh, there were a couple yeah. of times I yeah. die, bro. Just like, dude, I, yeah. The last boss fight, I lost Ori so much because yeah. I was just like, "There's so much happening on screen. I have no idea where Ori is." At. I had issues with uh, challenge rooms where there would be so much happening, I couldn't yeah. find myself. Even when I would dash one way, it would just get lost in the confusion. And like you said, so beautiful. There's so much color popping out. At me i'm like where's the little white speck i have no idea where i'm at <laughs> yeah, yeah totally hey barrett uh can you pull up the picture that i sent you and then i want to pull up the video as well so this is a example of just weird tech shit there's supposed to be a giant bear there <laughs> no <laughs> way the face of a bear oh, yeah. Yeah, and always yes. supposed to be on it and like things would just not be there <laughs> it just didn't spawn like in. he's just, he's i'm not jumping there he's Holding yeah, on to the perch. wall. That's so weird. You guys talk about these issues you had. I had very minimal issues, and it was a lot of just the menu hitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went through two patches during my time with it since we had it, and it ran very smooth for me. I didn't mm-hmm. have any enemies or objects like this pop in and out. It was just the menu hitching for me. Everything ran really smooth. I and was we all surprised. we all played on Xbox One X, by the yeah. way. For yeah, Xbox One X. Yeah. Now here's the biggest issue. As I want to show this video real quick. This is during one of the the chase scenes. Sorry, it was hard for me to play and <laughs> film. But, like, this is a video right now of me playing. Yeah. And the video's not hitching. This is the game. That this is, is the that game. Is, like, And I'm just, like, trying. And this was, like, not the first phase of this boss. So I didn't want to just restart or whatever. Wow. Like, yeah. this is pretty deep into it. And I was just like, how am I supposed to do this? And I had to just keep pushing and this through. And this is actually the same boss that where my game yeah. froze forever. Anyway, you can turn it off now. And so I don't know if this, this boss specifically that has issues, but... That, that that stuff is a bummer. Granted, that stuff will probably be fixed through patches very yes, soon. Totally. And all of the issues that I'm having, all of them can be fixed. It's just a bummer that I played through a version that, that had these mm. issues because I feel like it really did take this game, for me, from being something special to being something that's, like, really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That said, uh, overall, like, I... 
The game is super fun. Barry, it's were you going to say something? I was just going to say props to Tim for filming the worst filmed video ever. <laughs> Dude, it's so hard. I had I, I put it on my dick. All right? like, the phone's you just like up and I'm just guy. like trying to... Because it's also hard. Can you not do the screen dick or capture? The... On the... What's Can you up? not do uh, like, uh, gameplay capture? On oh, the I don't know how to do all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I'm it's like these awesome. pre-embargo. I'm sure there was probably a restriction. That's great. Yeah, so. I don't know. But... Um, Something else I want to give a shout out to is the amount of different like biomes that this game has. Oh, I yes. love how varied it is because yeah. when you're first playing, it's kind of just like, okay, cool, this is very similar to the first game. A lot of swamps, a lot of a lot of blue colors and stuff. But then as you as the world starts expanding and like it definitely has like a Breath of the Wild moment, yeah, and you start to realize like what this game actually is. Um, there's genuine like surprise that I had when like I would go into different areas where like the there's like a water area. And it's like, okay, cool. We've seen water in video games a million times. There was something just about the look of, like, Ori's look with that type of environment where I was like, this is fucking gorgeous. Like, I want to live here forever. Yeah. You know, and it reminded yeah. me of a Pixar movie. Like, that that world specifically. But then there's a, you go down, like, underground. Yeah. That's dude, what I'm talking about. Like, they're talking about, like, the darker, buggy area. That's probably very hollow. Hollow night yeah, Real hollow night area. Fear, man. Yes. Like that whole there was a probably an, an hour of this game that I was legit more scared than playing Resident Evil 2 last year. Really? <laughs> like it was just something about it, man. Like the way like this the darkness is just consuming you. And like just the the way that it's all laid out and these fucking spiders. I was also listening to Dolby Atmos, which probably uh, added a lot to yeah. it. Um, like all these fucking little spider sounds like around you. I was just like, fuck this shit. I, I mean, that's something that I, I want to commend, commend them on because every single area in this game has multiple mechanics that they that they flesh out just for that area. Mm -hmm. And they all play together so well, right? And I, I don't want to get into the uh, specifics really because some of them are, I guess it's, also, it's all kind of spoilers, but the ways in which the, it feels mechanically that they've really like gone in depth and and they kind of did like the mario thing or the nintendo thing of like hey okay we have one mechanic how do we how do we kind of take this and run with it for a while all right now let's add this one new element okay how do we take now that combine the it? last two elements together yeah, yeah. And, and now how do these things play together in order to create like this final sequence like mm -hmm. they really did that super well and each of the areas i felt like were just long enough like they were the perfect totally. length yes. each not like, too long not too long not too short like i felt like i got my money's worth out of, out of each of the areas and there's quite a few areas you explore um in the game and you really kind of exhaust in the game right mm. and the 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 puzzles i felt like for the most part were clever you know before i was complaining that some of them are some obtuse. of them were obtuse yeah. yeah and i still hold that complaint that said like quite a few of the solutions i was like oh shoot like okay like, that's oh, like good yeah. job guys <laughs> yeah like that that stuff i thought was really well done like game design wise for the most part i think this game was like it's like a strong nine out of ten. Like you know, they did it. Like they yeah, they yeah. they did a great job. My favorite thing about the puzzles is like the second half of the game is non-linear. You can go whatever area you want to go to. You can break that game wide open. Oh yeah, with yeah. some of that stuff. Like, oh yeah. Like there's a there's one skill you get that if you just take that into every other area, you're like, well, I don't need to worry about ever having enough height totally yep. for the yep. rest of the game. Yeah. It's it's really crazy, and uh, this goes back to what we were talking about, about signposting a bit, where the game opens up, and it gives you a really clear directive of, essentially, without spoiling things, it's like, there's three places you need to go. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, there's like five places you can go. <laughs> yeah. And me and Mike both had an issue yeah. where we chose the wrong path to go down, mm -hmm. and I ended up at the end game stuff. Yes, I did 
That it's too. the equivalent of ending up in Hyrule Castle yeah. when you're on the way to one of the divine beasts. Well, it, you're like, I was like I they mentioned this area, so I assume I need to go here. Yeah, and yeah I get and there, it's like, exactly. You need all these things to be coincide. I'm like, oh, this wasn't there. Yeah, and so that's, I went through the whole thing, and I'm like, this shit is hard, and I racked up hella money. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the that's the difference, though. Out. Like, the difference between this and like Breath of the Wild when they say, like, hey, go wherever you want is you know Hyrule Castle is like the final place, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they point to Hyrule Castle and be like, that's where you're going to end up. It's it's being surrounded by ghosts. Like you know that place is bad. Where in this game it's like, like hey you, man, you can go to the water place. You can go underground. Yeah, you th- can go to the snow, or you can go to the yeah, desert. And it's like, like oh, like, if go I go to the <laughs> desert, that's the end. What? Yeah, <laughs> like go northeast, northeast or west. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go west. And you end up in west. And if you go to the wrong west, you're like, oh shoot. Yeah. That like, said, if you did go there first, you get a skill that lets you like find cool stuff in the other areas. Yeah. And that was something that was constantly wowing me, is that when you learn these skills, the map is, it's, that's the Metroidvania, like, magic, right? It's, like, having an ability that makes you want to go back to old areas to, like, yeah. fig- like find things. And, and it, what I really liked about it is it was rare that it was one of those moments that I'm like, oh, there's a thing up there. I can't get there yet, but I, I will eventually. I'll come back. It was always a... Oh, now I have this. Now I know what that type of ground looks like. Mm-hmm. I know what I can do with that, and it it felt like a fresh thing as yeah. opposed to a let's go back thing. Yeah, the yeah. big one for me was like avoiding the fast travel, getting all of those skills, and then going back, finding those locations and stuff. Yeah, and then also reading the map correctly is a big one here, right? Like you're gonna see the different ways to go, the different splinters off, and you got to read it correctly, or else you're gonna be stuck in the desert way too early mm-hmm. and ha- banging your head against. The I wall. have such a love hate. Most probably mostly hate honestly <clears throat> relationship with the map because I I feel like for a Metroidvania we have so many different paths you can go down. There are so many times where I was looking at the map and or there's so many times where while exploring trying to figure out what's the next thing to do, I would keep arriving at the same blockade or the same thing that I couldn't pass. And it'd be one of those things where it's like, man, I wish I wish there was some way where either I could populate the map myself and be like, okay, this is a blockade. I have an X icon that I can place here, so yeah. I know not to come back down this direction. Oh, or if it auto-populated and was like, because I think it was it was um, Jedi Fallen Order that made it, that may have done this, where if you go to a place where you don't have the ability that uh, that works there, it'll just mark it red, and, yes. you, and, yeah. it'll, and you'll know not to return there mm-hmm. and not waste your time. Because I wasted so much time going to the wrong ways or re-arriving at certain blockades because the map didn't really help you at all. Because the map just shows that stuff as like paths that you exactly. haven't like further progressed through. I will say they do a good job of showing you what a breakable floor or where yes. that is. Mm-hmm. But also I had no idea how to break floors. And I was like, I assume it's the skill at some point. <laughs> Dude, it's not. The yeah. floor breaking is a oversight for sure. Because it's like, you do feel like you're going to get an ability at some point. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I feel like the game does such a good job of teaching you how to deal with the different obstacles. And like it, it when it does the Nintendo thing of like, here's the challenge. Now we're going to up the challenge or whatever, yeah. like iterate and all the that. The three act play. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you're, it, it does that so well. The breakable floors is the one time that it just, it just totally drops the ball. Like yeah. you never really learn how to deal with them because no. there's no real consistency. It's like, okay, cool. Usually it's a projectile. Normally you have to like reflect the projectile somehow. But it's like there's a ton of times I'm like, there's no projectiles here. Yeah, it's like, like do I break this differently? And that's it's such a weird thing because that's exactly what I'm talking about. Market is a break- breakable floor. Cool. Why do you do that for breakable floors and not do that for doors that need levers? 
Yeah. Like, what's why'd you make that choice? Why didn't you guys go like all the way with that? And really, like, in it was probably um, it was probably for sure a playtesting thing. Playtesters just didn't realize that floors were breakable, and that's why they had that's why they had to mark it. Mm. But it felt kind of inconsistent. I wish they kind of went all the went further with it and and were like, hey, yeah, here's a door that you can't open with a lev- le- with um they can't open without a lever. Here's a place that you're gonna have to have like an ability to jump high enough to get to, so you can stop trying. Like, I wish they had a little bit more of that stuff because at a a certain point like i i love games that really make you explore and really make yes. you like think i love that i hate games that make me waste my time <laughs> yeah and oh yeah. man did i waste my time yeah in this game. imran i don't know how you beat this game without anyone helping you was, is that, was that the case yeah I me mean, and bless no yeah <laughs> there I'm, was probably three times each that yeah. we were just banging our head against the wall that's how good of a gamer he is okay <laughs> no i get it man like that's like some real freaking shit i mean a lot of it was like i want i explore so Rebecca Valentine was also playing the same game, not at the game at the same time I was. Mm. We played the games entirely differently. Mm. That she was going through and just like, oh, I'm just going to have, like, I'll, I'm sure I will get things that will show me how to do all this stuff later. Meanwhile, I would go through every nook and cranny and just like, if I couldn't figure out a way through a puzzle, I would find a way to break it. Mm-hmm. Or just find my way to get that thing regardless of what skills I have now unless I absolutely had to give up. So I put like 20 hours in that game. She put like 10. Oh, you put 20 hours in? Yes. Holy crap. And that was by the in-game timer, which is probably not accurate because I don't think it is, honestly. Yeah. But I, by the time I started getting to the puzzles that were confusing, it made it easier because I was like, well, I know, how every, like, I know how every mechanic of this game works. Yeah. I can break it open if I need to. So I think there's like... Two or three puzzles that really, really stumped me. Like one was in that uh, snowy area where I was like, "Oh, I just need to do this twice." And I just oh, yeah. thought it was and insane. It's so it's so funny. To, like it's been so funny talking to you guys as we've been playing to figure out like where we're stuck or like how to get past a certain thing. Because I was stuck in th- the area that Imran's talking about here, but like I didn't get stuck on the specific the specific specific puzzle he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Where I like I got there and I was like, "Oh, I know exactly what I got to do." But it was like figuring out how to get that first piece of the puzzle of the puzzle or like the first like first mechanic thing in motion. Yeah, right. the first thing in motion. That's the thing that like sparks it. And so, yeah, like it it it's it's weird how I feel like different parts of this game can just stump stump you. Yeah. And just I, stop you. My game clock was like 13 hours. What about Mine you? was like 12. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds about right if yeah. you're just like just going through it. If you're just doing the main Cuz I did some of the side quests and some of the stuff, but like yeah. yeah. Cuz yeah, there was a there was definitely like three different times where I hit up bless with like a screenshot. I'm like what the fuck do I do? Like there's a part I was in the the Luma, the the, the ocean, the mm-hmm. the water area. Mm-hmm. And I straight, I knew that I needed an ability. It was clear that I wasn't equipped to it. Like, there's the thing, you're underwater and you got to move fast. And I'm like, I'm not moving fast enough. So, like, <laughs> there needs to be something here. And I just could not fucking find, yeah. like, that ability. I'm like, I know it's here somewhere. And I was like, I guess it's not because I looked everywhere. And then I was like, well, maybe that ability somewhere else. That doesn't make sense. So I ended up going all throughout the, <laughs> the entire map trying to find this water ability. And lo and behold, it's in the fucking water place. Yeah. And Bless yeah. eventually like helped me figure it out. But it was just like when he told me, he's like, oh, that's what you need to do. I was like, oh, no shit. Like, yeah. that's so fucking I will say there's one of those that really annoyed me was that to get through Luma Pools, you do not need the ability to breathe underwater. It just helps a lot. For some reason, that ability is from the monkey that teaches you how to. Yeah. like you can breathe underwater. There's, yeah, there's an ability. You yeah. were telling me that there's a because there's a boss fight where part of it's underwater, and uh, you were just like, oh, oh you're gonna be fun. you can just breathe underwater, and you're totally that, good. I'm oh just like, my they should God. put that in the pools area somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, where'd you get that? From the guy who teaches you techniques. Yeah. 
See, in it's interesting. Town. Like Emron said, you can like break some of these, right? Like I had issues in the desert where if I knew what I learned in the Luma pools, I could have applied that to the desert. But there I was, just stubborn as can be, and I still broke that puzzle, mm-hmm. got through it without even needing it. And I was telling Blessing, like I did this hundreds of times mm. trying to get this thing. How, yeah, and I if would... I learned that, I it would never have taken me three hours to got that. And I got, so I, got I got to the part of the game where it's like, okay, you need all you need all the things that you collected in order to get through this door. And I finally got there because I had done all the things. And I remember, I, I remember getting there and being like, "How did? How in the world did Tim get here?" Because like, there's certain abilities that I couldn't imagine. Like, I don't know how you got all the way here without having. It was a struggle, man. Getting through that <laughs> desert area, but but I was like, it's. You just said it was like you had fun doing it. Like that's what I enjoy about this game is, even when it's like really hard, I don't think this game's ever that difficult. Yes. Like it is. It's like it's challenging, and you're mm-hmm. going through it, and you're like there's some enemies where I'm like, all right, you have way too much HP. Like this is just annoying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's like. You're even in the the difficult part when I I mean I didn't realize it was the end game thing until I got to the door and it was like hey bro you got a lot of shit to do <laughs> but like going through it all I was just like this is challenging but this is really fucking good yeah. and I was like I could probably stop and go somewhere else and like just get more abilities but I was like nah I want to do this I want to yeah. break this until yeah. there's a hard stop where the game says no you can't do this I want to keep going to see this because that's what happened in the desert basically it's like I could get through it. But it's that one door that says no you need all your shit before exactly. you come in here. There yeah. was there was a boss fight that killed me. Maybe it was because like I didn't have the ability to breathe, breathe underwater, but <laughs> that that boss fight had me for like maybe an hour and a half. Uh, because that, there's like a certain phase where you kind of lose the ability to to heal yourself because of circumstances. Yes. And I legit like it was one, it was one of those cases where the first tri- the first try for that boss, I got them down to almost like all the way down to their health and I lost and I was like, oh, "I'll get this the second try." Cut to like maybe twenty tries later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, "Yo, I am about to just quit and just call it a day because this, this boss is really hard." The That's boss fights my... are interesting. There's there's a couple of them in the game. They're all epic as fuck. They're all great. Like, they they're animated beautifully. Yeah. yeah, the the animations, the music, the look, the arenas, like all of it is just like, whoa! They're they're really going all out for this. This is fucking awesome. Um, some of the, like the actual gameplay of it, it's just kind of like I'm just mashing. I am just <laughs> praying and mashing right now yeah. that I get through this. But I feel like. It is frustrating when it's like I'm on my 15th try with this goddamn mm-hmm. spider. Um, but then on the other side, it's just like they do a good job with having phases that are checkpoints. Yeah, yes. except for the boss where I got stuck, that didn't have those checkpoints. Yes, and so like mm-hmm. I it always getting, starts at the beginning. It always yeah, starts at the exactly. very beginning. Mm-hmm. The when I got to the phase bosses, that's where I was like, oh, thank God, because I <laughs> See, thought I thought it was gonna be the case the whole time. I feel like it's uh, one of those situations where, unlike Breath of the Wild, where all the divine beasts are equal difficulty mm-hmm. with this one it really you do get better and get more abilities that th- in order of bosses i feel like they get easier mm-hmm. uh no matter what direction yeah. you go no that's the thing is I, I think the first boss might always be the hardest boss for you in this game i don't yeah. know if that was the case for you guys Definitely. but yeah probably that was the one i died on it yeah. once or twice yeah yeah, yeah. I just enjoyed suffering, you know, coming from <laughs> Bloodborne and Dark Souls. I love, you know, getting him down to 10% health, dying, then taking 20 more tries, not even getting to halfway. And the beauty of the game, the mechanics of the movement and the attacking now with that added combat feature is so much fun. That's why I wanted to keep coming back to it every single time. And I wouldn't get too frustrated because I'm like, all right, I'll beat this eventually. I'm going to break this game if I need to. And mm. sure enough, once I did, it felt so good. And that's what I really kept coming back to with this one. Yeah, I was playing this and Neo at the same time so it's like <laughs> oh this is easier God. like this is not <laughs> I'm, I'm used to playing a boss 50 times to beat him how how do you guys feel about combat in the game overall like I said a second ago it's very mashy like it's, yeah. you're kind of just like boom 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 trying to get through it um, something I didn't like and this, this is a very particular Tim thing but someone out there is probably going to relate I don't like when 
vibrations in the controller don't speak a language where mm. I want to know, like, am I getting damaged or am I doing mm. damage? I, when it's the same yeah. type of vibration for yeah. both, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, this doesn't feel right. And in this game, really, there's a ton of times where I'm like, I don't know what's happening. There's an option in the menu that you can turn on that shows damage. Mm-hmm. So it'll like show the numbers okay, of how yeah, much that, damage what you're doing. doing. Yeah, I saw and that. And I yeah, turned yeah, that on, that. and it helped me. I should have done. I should. I should have done that because I had that same issue where I was like, "Am I? Am I getting hurt right now, or am I hurting, or or am I hurting the enemy?" And I wouldn't figure out until like I would see my health go down, or I'd die, and I'd be like, "Oh shoot! I guess I should have stopped attacking." Yeah, but you yeah, don't like, really have that back and forth. When language. you turn the the numbers on, it essentially it, it looks like you know just numbers like like divisions like style. yeah like, like MMO just, like, yeah exactly just popping out but uh they're white if you're hurting them they're red if they're hurting you i think my problem with combat was that i didn't sometimes you would sag at the enemy with a hit and sometimes you wouldn't mm-hmm. so like those guys that just rush at you those little lizard guys the first time you hit them they'll back off the first time you hit them but after that they won't like so it was always con- until i learned mm. that it's such a confusing thing it's like do i go up there and just like combo them to death or do I like hit them once, back off, then go back? Like, yeah. do I play it like Dark Souls basically? Yeah. And there are times the game wants you to, and there's times they want to want you to go in. Yeah. yeah, I love the combat for me. I mean, like we talked about coming off a of blind forest into this, the combat was such a big upgrade, and being able to choose like I had the wisp behind me that would do damage as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had the bow. You I should have got that one. There was really cool of like here's six different aspects yeah. that you could apply to this, and we haven't even talked about some of that cool stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the combat itself, I was. Tim sometimes where I was stubborn and hard-headed and just smashing X. And then there was moments where I was like, all right, do two X's, maybe bash through him, get up on the high ground, and you can down, downward yeah, smash. Like links down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There. Dude, the down and attack I is I really great. thought the combat was a great elevation to add on to what they already had on the blueprint of game number one. So I loved the combat. Yeah. And there yeah. was moments, of course, where there's too many things in the challenge room where I'm like, get away from me. Give me some space to breathe. But then, like you said, I'd figure out one enemy of like, I found out the crab people somehow couldn't go in water. So I'd rush that guy, push him off the bridge. He'd die instantly. I'd oh, move yeah. to the next guy. Yeah. And I loved it. But I, the wasps, they killed me. I think the, oh, I hated <laughs> the, wasps. the wasps. I hated but the before wasps. Before we move on real quick, I do want to talk about the abilities and keep going on about the combat. Yes. I want to tell you about our sponsors. This episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Hims. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35, and once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Andy Cortez, Nick Scarpino, they both started noticing this stuff, and they're like, I better do something about it, and Hims is what they did. It's the best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some. 4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skincare, and sexual wellness for men. It's time to write a new chapter, one in which you have hair. Uh, no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements, uh, prescription solutions backed by science. Forhims connects you to real doctors online, which could save you hours, completely confidential and discreet. Um, you can just answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review, and if they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Right now, you guys can get started with your first month free. Go to forhimscom slash kinda. That's forhimscom slash kinda. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash kinda. Kinda. Prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed three-month minimum subscription. Additional restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Remember, that's forhims.com slash kinda. Next up, shout out to Movement. MVMT, baby. We've been talking about them forever. We love their sunglasses, love their watches. Cool Greg, real excited about the new watch he just got. He will never be late again. Uh, I recently had my eye surgery, and my eyes are real sensitive now to light. So I've never really worn sunglasses recreationally. That's not the right word. I used to wear them when I was on vacation and stuff. You know what I mean? 
You didn't need to wear them out of necessity. Exactly. But now I'm like, oh, but I'm looking good doing it with MVMT. Movement, baby. Uh, here's the deal. You go, tons of options for watches, tons of options for glasses. Uh, they have the, the blue glasses that Andy wears, the ones that help you just like playing games and stuff and having screens not mess your eyes up. Uh, movement. Watches start at just $95. You're looking at $400 for the same quality from a traditional brand. Wow, what a deal. Uh, Movement sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash kinda. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time. Check out their latest at mvmt.com. Go to mvmt.com slash kinda. Join the movement. Then, quip. We've been telling you about this a lot. Why? Because we brush our teeth multiple times a day. And Equip makes it easy for you to stay in a really good habit. Good habits, all you need for a healthy mouth. Equip helps you do that with a two-minute timer, 30 seconds each quadrant. You get the nice vibration. You know it's time to move on. Equip, makers of the Equip electric toothbrush, want you to know the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care. It's simply this, that if you have good habits, you are good. You're a good person that does good things. Uh, that means brushing for two minutes twice a day and flossing regularly, no matter what brand you use. Equip makes that simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. They send it right to your door. They literally could not make it easier. Tooth. Toothpaste and toothbrushes, one of those things in life where you're like, I don't want to think about them. I don't want to think, am I getting low? Do I need to go buy more? They cut out all of that. They just send it right to your door. You are looking pretty, and your mouth is clean. Uh, if you go to getquip.com slash KF right now, you'll get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash KF. Quip, the good habits company. Getquip.com slash KF. What were you gonna say, Bless? Uh, what was I gonna say? The wasps. Sorry. Oh, I hated the wasps. <laughs> I, lo- I love how m- I love how many options that you have available. Yes. Like this, is speaking on what I want, still by Mike is also saying, like the fact that you have like the the wheel you can pull up to like kind of to assign your abilities, yep. and it feels like you can dynamically dynamically kind of change the way you play and approach different situations. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the abilities, maybe not every ability, but I feel like maybe even most of the abilities can affect how you fight yeah. like at a certain point you get a dodge roll and i was like thank god um and you know that made fights feel more fluid and it felt like I, it gave me an extra option to i guess it's literally a dodge roll but um the dodge roll can be used in fights like dodge but then also in traversal in general which i feel like is how you're going to use it so for the most it feels so good in traversal it feels, it feels so great good. in traversal um but yeah like there's that there's like the i guess i'm not going to break down every ability because you want to learn that for yeah. yourself but i will say buy everything you can for the monkey like, yep as soon as you can, possibly can, because mm-hmm. like get the triple jump right away. Oh yeah, I love dude, that. Dude, Game changer. I saved up for that thing. I was yeah, like, this yeah. is yeah. worth it. That, that <laughs> was what I was like, I'm not buying a single thing until I get that damn triple yeah, yeah. jump, man. And it, and it and it helps you break the game. Like yeah. it, there were so many moments where I'm like, I'm fucking getting up there. I know the game doesn't want me to yeah. yet. I'm doing it. Like man. logically, I should not be able to do this, but the like but the game lets you. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, the game really does. But it really, I feel like, is designed that way, where it's like this is gonna be a speedrunner's dream, and like I think that they did that on purpose like yeah. they definitely like give you early on areas where you're like i could get up there if i it, it reminds me of spending hours in front of uh Mar- or peach's castle mm-hmm. trying to get on top of it you're not <laughs> supposed to but yes. you can you know <laughs> and i feel like they gamified that in a way that like th- that really works yeah and i, I was lo- surprised by how often like uh, that worked i mean see me seeing like a sideways platform that i should be or that i'm like i could probably climb up to that if i get up to it and if yeah. i like stand over here and then jump and then do my my uh, my dodge roll, and then do the triple jump. I might be able to get up there, and like I feel like eighty percent of the time, I'm usually able to. And there's a point pretty early on where you get enough life 
that you can kind of take hits. And yeah, like, yeah. you'll bounce back, but that resets your jump. And so yeah. it's just like, yes. okay, cool. There's spikes up there. I'm going to bounce into it and just like kind of fucking oh, yeah. ping at a, pong. At a certain point, I felt like it was maybe too much of that because at a certain point, I was like, I'm not even going to try anymore. I'm just going to see yeah. if I can dodge <laughs> into the spikes this. and then go from the spikes into this next thing because I guess that's like that. That's going to be my path forward now because I don't want to think too hard about the, what the solution to the, to the thing is. There was a switch and some spikes that I could not hit the switch. So mm. I just like jumped yeah. into the spikes and just shot it from there. Yeah, yeah. I kept, if this is the same switch I'm thinking about, I kept jumping into those spikes over and over and over again because I thought I was supposed to get into the spikes when you're supposed to like actually arrow the spike. Yeah. Yeah. I love how quickly you got a lot of these traits and the passive abilities, like to get sticky hands oh, on yeah. the stick walls right yeah. off the bat. That was a big complaint I had in the first one was I was so bad at climbing where I just keep pressing A and it keep going up a little yeah. bit to have sticky hands and to get on that. And that's in like the first 15, 20 minutes of the game. It's like That yeah. changes so much, especially mm -hmm. when you're coming hot off of number one into that and to have the different traits, like you said, of like take less damage, take more damage. What am I going to do here? How am I going to play this? They really opened it up not only with the combat, but those traits to add on to traversal or how big your character could be. Yeah, and, and they add up fast. It's like they yeah. give you the right traits early on, and then you can kind of like just keep going, and I feel like you get them at a, a really nice clip. Um, my thing is, starting this game, you, you feel so useless. Like you're yes. gonna, I can just mm -hmm. jump. I can kind of move, and it, it's just like I. It granted, it took 15 minutes till it yeah, started yeah. getting more interesting. But that 15 minutes, I was like, fuck, like I don't, I want to be powered up. Like, yeah, I actually disliked the game. Like when I was first doing the battling, I'm like, this guy's just destroying me. Yeah, I was like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like this. And then an hour in, I'm like, all right, here we go. And I would say maybe, maybe like 40 percent through the game, you have like. Yeah. all of your abilities that you need and it's just like let's fucking go yeah. and I kind of wish that there was more to the game that like used all of your abilities you yes. know what I mean like the b-sides of Celeste like that type of thing do you feel like that'd be too much though definitely because I feel like at a certain point I lost <laughs> track of but, what but I, but I mean do. as a but like a, as like a extra. hardcore like yeah, yeah, the like, b-sides like, of Celeste is a good yeah good it's, like, it's not it's part of the like, core game but like something that's a, something like, that's gonna push just you pure fucking challenge like let's not worry about the map or whatever it's just like Get through this obstacle course, yeah. you know. That game uses every single button, and there's like points where I was like, "Did I hit the right button?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Hit, like especially like, the races. At points yeah. where oh, I, at points I races. was like, "Man, I wish I could assign like two more things." Like, mm -hmm. I wish like they brought back the Xbox black and white buttons <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because like I don't have enough buttons on my controller to do all the things I want to for this one boss, boss fight. I love it as you say. Like, there's so much going on. It's like I'm clicking different bumpers. I don't know what they're doing anymore. Yeah. I'm just in the heat. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is yeah. like I I kept. Uh, either like pressing like the wrong bumper or trigger mm -hmm. because there's so many things assigned uh, to all the buttons that you and you need them all like yeah. you need yeah. literally like your whole uh, arsenal of buttons which is cool man a big like, helpful yeah, one great. for me was the Series X or the new Elite controller of having the paddles and not taking my thumb off of this and knowing like I can do all of this underneath and not have to panic because I was mm. pressing so many buttons <laughs> I was like throw up the hook please god they would be diving <laughs> yeah. down like no, oh you're killing it, me I feel like you're in control of this game a lot more than the first one yes. like I had a big issue with the first one where it was hard in a bad way because you're doing a lot of the diagonal jumps and stuff like through the lanterns or whatever and like like you're doing messenger a lot mm -hmm. and it just hit a point where I'm like this isn't fun because I, I know what I need to do doing it is difficult and that's because of the buttons it's not because like yeah. it's it, you know presented in a challenging way yeah. this game it's a breeze and in a way where it's like you feel like you're in control you know what you got to do and you're zip zapping around and it's super awesome both in traversal but also in combat i love how there's so many varied abilities that you can button map you get to choose what's on x what's on y what's on a and or b and like that's such a simple thing but i love it like there was times when based on the ability i'm like all right i want my like fireball to be 
um, B because that just feels right. Mm. But then uh, later when I get another ability for jumping, I'm like, I definitely want that to be my top exactly. one, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like mm. I can switch them o over time as the mm -hmm. game, yeah. how I'm playing the and game changes. And then add that on top of the the left trigger, you hold it, and then there's like a the spin wheel, uh, the the wheel of all the different abilities that you can just switch between at any time. So yeah. it's like you have access to all of the abilities, and like that's I think really really wise of them, and it incentivized me to to switch things up and like every area before I would like start exploring. Walk around the first couple rooms and see like what enemies are coming at me, and then be like, okay, how do, how should I be facing off against these guys? And like kind of have loadouts for each of the different areas, and like usually Metroidvanias don't incentivize me to do that. Yeah. How do you, how do you guys feel like this game ranks along other Metroidvania games? I was thinking about that. Like I personally very much love Hollow Knight. Like mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite games of all time at this point. I think this ranks definitely below Hollow Knight for me, but I would put it honestly higher than you would think in Metroidvania like rankings. Yeah, like, I'm I, trying to think of like what are the great Metroidvanias of the last probably couple of generations, like of the newer Metroidvanias. Like since Super Metroid or since like, Castlevania. Like I yeah like after like after like the generations after that. So like 360, Messenger. like yeah Messenger, Guacamelee, Axiom. like Axiom, Axiom Verge, Verge, like because yeah. I I don't really flock to Metroidvanias that often, as, at least like the 2D Metroidvanias, because I don't. I don't love the feeling of getting lost that much, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I feel like Metroidvanias are all about like kind of getting lost in the world and exploring, mm -hmm. and sometimes coming back to things and getting the abilities and, and doing all that stuff. Um, and I, I'd say this is for sure like one of the better Metroidvanias, but I don't know like, and I haven't played Hollow Knight. Um, I don't know where I would I would put this on like the ranking, or if the, uh, there's not really even like a shared ranking at this point, is there? Yeah, as de far definitely as, like, how not. We, how we think of the great Metroidvanias. Like, I think it's I like I would put it above like the DS Castlevanias. Okay, yeah. yeah. I also feel that, like, it is a Metroidvania, but it's also kind of its own thing in a, in a way where, mm -hmm. like, it has such a parkour. It has an energy to it that, yeah. like, at least Metroid and Castlevania don't have. Like, I haven't played Hollow Knight, so I don't know if it, it, is a, it looks a bit more faster-paced. It's, it's a bit soulsy, but, yeah, it can get, like, once you like this game, once you start getting a lot more abilities, then it becomes more faster-paced. Yeah, and it's, like, it's... I, I feel like this game... So, Kujuki writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunny says, What's up, Gamescast? I'm stoked about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Visuals, gameplay, and music were so great in the first one. What does the sequel do to stand out compared to the original in games like Celeste or Hollow Knight? To me, it really is the the, set, the map being full of characters that you're talking to yes. and, it, and giving you quests and giving you things. It makes it feel more like a... Less like a Metroidvania and more like its own thing. Right, because Metroid set that tone of this is an isolation thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you are alone on this planet except for all the enemies. And, like, that's it. This is a world with a village and people who are asking you for help and they need things yeah. from you. I don't know if I... I haven't played the first one, so I can't really compare it to Ori and the Blind Forest. But in terms of, like, how it separates itself from others within its genre, I... I, I think it's just like a really good one. Like I, 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 I kind of said this at the beginning, beginning, but I don't know if this game really did anything for me that was that felt very new and very fresh. It does have that moment halfway through where it is like, okay, now go whatever direction you want, and that that I think is special. But it wasn't a thing where I was like, oh shoot, like they did it, like oh man, like they 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 redefined the genre or anything like that. Like I think it just the I think the ways in which it steps up and the ways in which it feels um, distinct is. By just how quality it is, like the mechanics are great, the world design is 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 great, the the visuals are beautiful, all that stuff. Um, that said, like I like this isn't a game where I'm like, 
you need to rush out and play it right now. It's a yeah. game where I'm like, you should play, like if you if you like, you have Game Pass, if you have Game Pass, one hundred percent play yeah. this. But also like if you if you if Metroidvanias are your thing, then one hundred percent yeah play play Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I feel like even if they aren't your thing, like this is definitely a good entry point to yeah. pop in. Oh yeah, if you want even if you don't also. have Game Pass, it's thirty dollars, man. I'll, honestly, I think it's also a good game to play with your kids. Like there's parts of it that uh, will they will cry, but oh. Dude, yeah. <laughs> this game goes there, man. And I, it's I like, like that. We'll, yeah. we'll save that for for later. But like that, that's the thing is like on top of all these elements you're talking about, it has like an engaging story. That's all it needs to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't give you too much. But like there are moments I'm just like, oh, motherfuckers went there, mm-hmm. and they ca- oh they're oh man they're really going there. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think incredible boss battles, the combat, the passive traits that we've talked about really yeah. elevate from number one into number two. And I think this is a great one. Like you said, lived in world. I feel like this is my family now. Like it's so moving right off the bat. And yeah. to see that mm-hmm. lived in world, like you said, the side quest that you're going to encounter of like, am I really going to help this guy? Well, all of a sudden I walked right back into him. I guess I'm going to help him again because <laughs> I'm having fun, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it is a big elevation from number one, right? It's here's the groundwork, here's what we have, and here's the small touch stones that we're elevating it on and it's not huge it's not massive it's not a distant uh change in color or anything but those small things they've added from the boss battles of combats i really love that i think it's a huge elevation for me one thing that i didn't let me think about how to say this i did love but i wish i loved more was the chase scenes yes like they were a lot harder in the first game there was only maybe one or two of them that I had, like the one that we watched the video of. I had a lot of issues with that one. Like that was, <laughs> yeah, that that was one very was challenging. Yeah, I like um, that. I, that one felt like by the time you, you beat it, you're like, I I, I killed it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you felt yeah. like you felt like a boss. Yeah, yeah. but that's my thing is I wanted that feeling more. Like I oh, wanted yes. like because the music of this game is so freaking good, and it like is. obviously the visuals and all that stuff they work together so well that there's these epic chase scenes where like there's beautifully animated giant creatures coming after you. Sometimes it's scary as fuck. Sometimes yeah. it's just like, yo, you're my homie. What you doing? Like mm-hmm. there's like a lot of emotions that it, it's pulling out of you. But I just. I, I feel like I was always at like a an eight of heartbeat, and I yeah. wanted my heart to be busting out of my. my oh. So like body. that's actually one of the things I remember about Ori One that I liked a lot was that like when a chase scene happened as you were escaping a dungeon, I remember like trying over and over like I want to get all the stuff from this chase scene, and like I want to do this perfectly, like an arcade style thing. Yeah. And this one was like this is a bit more uncharted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, like it's yes. more designed Absolutely. for you to like immediately react to things, but mm-hmm. you're not aiming to do it perfectly. You're aiming to have a cinematic moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. In that sense, I think it mostly succeeded, but like you said, that last one was the only one that I really felt in danger. Yeah. And I get the cinematic moment's a good point where it's like, I just want it. I want it. Okay. It's Furious 7, right? They're in the fucking car. They go from one skyscraper to the other. I wanted them to go to that second skyscraper. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I I just feel like they never did. It's like every chase scene is just kind of like. It wasn't like, it didn't feel tame, but it felt like. Like you wanted that extra, like you kind of want the un- uncharted clock, uncharted four clock tower falling down, and like you're playing the game and you're jumping from thing to thing. And you're like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, like you want yeah. that feeling of wow, I can't believe like I did that, and then this new thing happened, and then up the ante. It yeah. felt like it, it, it got it went from zero to eight. It never went, went to, to zero from zero to ten. Yeah, if that makes sense. Another big one, one before we move on was the checkpoints as well that we yes. touched on a little bit, but like that's a huge change from number one and number two where it was on you to make your own checkpoint essentially there is like a lot of like hey here's the checkpoint for you don't worry about it because you essentially can't save by yourself yeah. mm-hmm. like a number one was they're, and they're good that's checkpoints. a big one like, for me they just yeah. revert you back to where you were which is sometimes a little annoying because I'm like 
did I get that thing there? No, dude, yeah. that's a huge, huge problem that I hope that somehow they fix because it's very unclear what saves and what doesn't. There's yeah. save points. Yes. You save there, you're good. But there's also an autosave, but it's unclear when that happens and what that gives you. Because like I would often have to look at my my money number. Yes, you have to be and mindful. And of I'd that. be like, okay, wait, did I do I keep the ones that I just got or not? And I feel like it yeah. was very inconsistent. And sometimes you did save things even though you reverted back to an older autosave. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I kept yes. my orb, but I didn't keep the like spirit wisp, whatever. So it was very, especially Luma Pools was mm-hmm. so weird about that because you did not at any point sit or stand on ground. And standing on ground is what causes the autosave. Mm-hmm. So you would lose like three to four minutes if you died. Yeah. Yeah. That one beat me up a lot yeah. in the pools is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like that. And yeah, I had some moments, like you said, Tim, where it was like, do I have to do that again? Okay, clearly I have to do it again. I don't see the key fragment. And then one moment's like, oh, I did it. But now I'm back at the same spot and I have it now. But I love the save points. I love the checkpoints. Such a huge elevation, especially for me of like the energy is what got you that save point in number one, right? So it's like you'd save, you'd run out of energy, but you complete that small mission. You're like, yes, but I couldn't save. And now I'm back to it. That sucks, you know? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. This one at least was more forgiving with the checkpoints. Yeah. It's yeah. a huge elevation. Forgiving as well with just the amount of energy and health you have. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love how powered I was by the end of this game without really going too much off the be- the beaten path where mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my God, like I can just fuck people up. Yeah, yeah. I got and to the like, point where I it was take I got to the point where it was like you can't upgrade anymore. And I was like, wait, what? I found I'm finding more fragments and they're like, no, you're done. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess. I had that shard that took off like a or a third of your health or a third of damage for you. It was like, okay, this is I'm never taking this off yeah. because there's no point. Yeah. This helps me even platform too, because like when I took it off for a brief bit because I wanted something else in, I died to like every spike platform section. And after that, I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is necessary for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, the final boss, I want to talk about him for a second without spoilers, just as a character, I really enjoyed. I feel like oh, they, yeah, like the not the boss fight, not whatever, just, just him, like, the way that he comes throughout the game. I was just like, I... I'm scared of you, and like I oh, don't yeah. like you, Ooh. and fuck you. Had, I <laughs> you think know? They, they did a great job fleshing out th- uh, their story, right? Like I, 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 midway through the story, like when you start kind of seeing them more and more, every time they showed up, I was like, oh shoot, like you know, this is about to be a situation. And then like there's a moment that really like kind of amps things up, and I'm like, oh shoot, all right, this is a character to really be scared of. Yeah. Um, and so by the time the <clears throat> like the the final moments of the game popped up, um, I feel like they, the 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 whole story of the game, I'm not going to talk about the boss specifically, but the whole story of the game, I feel like, has a satisfying resolution by the time it, it finishes. And, like, great moments. I wish it kind of had more moments, but with what they had there, with with, with uh, the ways in which they kind of used the, the sparse, important cutscenes in the game, I think they that stuff punctuated well. I, that stuff really uh, felt resonant with the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to move into some little spoiler conversation real quick. So if oh, you guys okay. care about that, again, not much you can spoil here, but there's definitely some moments that we're going to be talking about. You might want to leave. Come back later. Um, so, yeah, that's your chance. Adios to you spoiler-scared people. And now welcome to you people that aren't scared. <laughs> dude, Keanu Reeves, man. When he that shit was, was crazy, yo, was man. Wild, no, dude, when your homie dies, oh, I was yeah. like, Oh no! You motherfuckers did that. I was kind of expecting it because they had like they started already one with that tragedy of like a mother dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I knew they were wanted to hit that same beat somewhere. I just didn't expect it to be that early, mm-hmm. and for a character that's on the box, 
Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like this. And a character that's like a baby. Yeah. A little baby. For real. Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's also like, I feel we just didn't get that much gameplay with her. Yeah. Where it's like when you feel that tandem gameplay, you're like, "This is awesome! Like, like, we gonna oh, do this, this all game?" Cool. Yeah. And then yeah. like, dude, like, I was oh, hoping, no. yeah, I was kind of hoping <laughs> oh, that no. it'd be like, "Oh, is this gonna be like a switch back and forth throughout the game kind of situation?" Because yeah. I could dig that. Cause See, I but don't my thing is, this. I think they did a good job with like teasing us with it, but then giving us the feathers, so we had the abilities, yeah. yep. but we didn't need to deal with like the like that whole being a dumb baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like dying, I was like, "Oh, whoa! Holy crap! They're they're fucking doing it!" And like, I had a feeling that she was gonna come back. Yeah, and the fact that. They came, she, like she came back at the end, right? I didn't just mis- read that. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, like, yeah. you do you pretty much give your life for yeah. the owl? Yeah. I mean, so, I think okay. I don't think you give it for the owl specifically. It's just uh-huh. the, like things are decaying. You give it the for the way, yeah. The only the way horse. to fix it is it's, to do that. It's a soul for a soul. Yeah. Totally, um, but dude, like, the, which my I thing can, is, I can get behind. Like, usually really? I hate that. Usually I hate when characters come back. Absolutely, and the and I feel like that that character didn't necessarily need to come back in this game. Like, I would have no. been fine. Actually, I probably would have preferred if it, it didn't come back, mm-hmm. um, just because it's like I feel like it would have meant more. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ori, like the final moments, like when you're facing that boss, which like first off, that final boss fight was. Fucking insane. Yeah. And yeah. the last phase was total bullshit. Yes. Where it's like Oh, we just had to fly in the air. So it wasn't fun and it was so unclear. Bullshit. I guarantee <laughs> not a single person beats that on their first try. I did not. There's no, no way. It's cause it's just like so essentially you're fighting this the shriek, the giant like it's a giant owl. The, the, yeah. the or the thing. wolf. Oh, uh, uh, owl. I don't know. Owl was the first game. This one yeah. was yeah, I no mean, idea. It looks like an owl, but it's not an owl. Yeah, it's like the weird bird thing. Is it just was that just a species or was it like crippled? Or like this figure. There was that cutscene that implied it was crippled. Okay. Oh, is that what you took? I don't know. Yeah. I can tell that tell. was a species, or it was just like I, who knows. I don't know. I was like, this is a scary yeah. bird thing, and it's I, a scary I should be afraid thing. of this. So thing you're fighting at all the times. bird. Pretty fun. <laughs> the fight's great. I think it did a good job of having phases with checkpoints. That I was like, all right, that's acceptable, and like I'm cool with this. Yeah. Um, but then the final phase, the ground falls out from underneath you, and you're just flying in the air, and the entire time there's just a shit ton of projectiles, and you need to. Bash them, bash them. And when when we say flying, right, like you're not literally flying. Well, you are using the bash to to stay elevated Mm -hmm. in the air. And so it's like doing that over and over and over again. So it's just like. You just like like play yeah. and I'm like this isn't fun. And then you man. still have to apply damage to the, yeah, to the boss. It's ridiculous. It's weird and it's very unclear what's going on. Um, the, but that said, the way they the way the the resolution goes, where yeah. after you beat the boss and then like it's name it's name is Shriek. Yeah. Shriek. Yeah. Where Shriek goes and lays in the arms of like the. Is dead parents? parents? Dead parents? Yeah, I would guess so. Yeah, that's it's dark. Like, you know, like <laughs> the, really the, dark. There's those two yeah. other uh-huh. out things. Yeah, like, yeah. And the, yeah, he like curls up there, and I and think he dies. dies. There. Yeah. And it's just like holy <laughs> shit. But even before the boss fight, when there's the um, the, you have the the, the the will of the wisps or whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> the, the the gold ball. Yeah, yeah. right. So, that, so, the the, the forest comes back alive, and there's the tree that looks like a deer, and it's like talking to Ori. It's just like, yo, I can't do this anymore. I need you to be. The new freaking like god, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Life force. And Ori's about to take this thing, and they're like, You're giving up your life. Like, you will no longer be Ori. You are going to be God. And <laughs> it's like, This is fucking cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. And then they're about to give it, and then Shriek comes in and grabs it. And it's just like, Oh, comes in and grabs it, and then fuck! like crushes it a little bit. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And then, then you have the boss fight. I actually didn't really understand what, like, why does Shriek want to stop you? And. It's mean. It, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. The, I, like, I thought had that thought too. I was like, their well, whole story just seems to be like the owl from Ori One. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't finish that game, but like it just seems to be. Except the owl got a redemption and Shriek did not. And yes. that that confused me because I felt like Shriek was built up as a character that kind of needed a redemption, given that like Shriek's like this because y'all like, bullied him. Yeah, man. bullied him and made him feel like an outcast and like you know kind of created Shriek. 
And so for a streak story to end with him dying in the arms of his dead parents, I'm like, bro, that's dark. That's fucking <laughs> like that's messed it's up. It's dark. But then but then Ori kind of like takes the the thing and becomes this god or whatever, and like becomes a seed and a, a new tree uh, is born or whatever. And so then the whole family comes. The owl comes back and the the little owl and like they're all just like hanging out by by Ori's tree mm-hmm. and like Ori's like the deep booming voice that's been talking. I'm yeah. like, this He's is hype narration. as fuck, yes. man. I thought it was Quolock for a really long time. By the way, Quolock, it's funny to me they did not revive him with the <laughs> the forest power at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two, why did he even come to Liverpool's? He didn't help at all. Oh, he didn't yeah. do shit. Yeah. No, no, that was weird. <laughs> Um, but dude, I, I really enjoyed the final moments of this game. Like the way that the story all came together. It's like, yeah. it just hit man. Like they, they just did it really well. And I loved the the final shot where it's like the tree coming up and then the little Ori colored feathers popping off. It's like, we get yeah. a sequel, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I loved that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved a lot of the moments. I think the uh, I think of the water sawmill and that chase scene, oh, like you yeah, talked about, about, and seeing mill. that first moment of like that awesome encounter with that enemy, and then having the chase scene, that thing following you, and now it's flying off in the distance as you get out, and the water finally goes through. That was a cool moment for me. I really enjoyed that one. That's early in the game as well. So yeah. the water mill was weird because it's mechanically and like aesthetically exactly the same as the tree from Ori One, like the first hmm. dungeon. That's true. And, like, even when you fall, like, there's a, almost every big scene in this game begins with Ori wakes up on a little thing by himself. <laughs> but, like, this was exactly the same scene. So, like, I had heard Thomas Mayweather say before, like, this game is set up right into Axe. So there's a part of me going, like, I wonder if there's, like, a fucked up plot twist going on here where, like, maybe we're just supposed to think it's similar and it just it turned out just be similar. That's it. But mm-hmm. I, I was so confusing of why that was exactly the same in so many yeah. ways. Interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that, but that's right. Um, another moment I love from the end is that they had a Metal Gear Solid 4 microwave scene <laughs> of Ori just oh, slowly yeah, going, totally getting cool. flashbacks of all his friends. And yeah. stuff. I'm like, damn, like, y'all didn't need to do this. They w- they really <laughs> pushed like yeah. like the emotional uh, like they really tried to make that a thing. I liked uh, it, which when, like it works when they showed the Ori tree at the end, like after the credit sequence or after the sequence with like the everyone. Hanging out around the tree, like you could see in the bark was the faces of his like his mom, like yeah, and like the it's owl cool thing. man, yeah. just the little yeah. things. Like I, I, that's the thing that we keep talking about Pixar and stuff. It's like that, what a compliment, you know. Yeah. And I feel like they did nail it. And like, yes, they mm. were trying, and yes, it was <laughs> obvious they were trying. To yeah, pull but they didn't. They did not succeed. Like exactly. they, they 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 nailed a lot of them. A lot of the emotional moments in the game. And I do wish, I do kind of wanted there to be, or I did kind of wanted there to be more story because I. I don't know. I, I and maybe this is me not playing the first game, and so I, maybe I missed out on like a lot of the setup and all this stuff. But I was like, man, I could use like a lot more, uh, like character and heart. And I know like they're also speaking a different language, which yeah. then kind of you know takes. Which you. I wish I let me skip dialogue a little bit because like okay, I've read this, but now you have to say the entire. Yeah, and I have to finish thing. saying yeah. the thing. Were they speaking in a real language, or was that like no, a I think it's made up Ori yeah. Ori language? Um, the I, spiders talk in spider sounds. Yes, and I didn't like that at all. Mm. <laughs> Um, also, yeah. the background to that level, fucking Fuck. no, dude. Seriously, man. Like little maws. Like I, I said oh, earlier, yeah, like yeah. The it wings. was the scariest. Yeah. Like Barrett, you go down underground. <laughs> all right, you're in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. There's darkness that surrounds you, and if the darkness consumes you, you die instant death. I don't like that. So it's just like you need to constantly like keep things lit. It's right. not as annoying as it sounds, okay. but you're you're in this the, like it's like Honey I Shrunk the Kids essentially. Like mm-hmm. you're down in this damn. In the ground, in the dirt. Mm-hmm. There's spider webs everywhere. Like There's that. dead, like like 
skeletons everywhere. Yeah. But then there's a shit ton of like mosquitoes. You know when you see a mosquito in a, a spider web and it's like fucking twitching like and shit. Yeah. That's the that, entire background of this. Yeah, that's it's like the whole whole ass dead thing. I things. hate that. It's horrible, man. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, what was the game before Inside? Uh, uh Limbo. Limbo. Yeah. I don't like that. It's that to like the nth degree, man. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to ask guys before the spoiler section about the building stuff. So like, what was the point? You're just like building houses, right? Yeah. 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 It gets you like some upgrades in the town. That's it. Is that, yeah. that it? That's pretty much uh, it. Well, and also I think you need it for the delivery quest. Like you need to do some of those for that. Gotcha. For some reason I thought it was going to be like a more important well, like I mean, story-wise, quest, it's like, important because their their home was ruined, and you're giving them new homes. There's <laughs> one where, like, once again, it, it has kids. it has no resolution. <laughs> I loved it. Like, there's one where Amogi was like, "Hey, can you go find my family in like this area?" Yep. So I do, and they're petrified. And I go back and tell him, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. I got to go back there." That's it. That's yeah. the last part of that story. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, did he go back there? Is Sad he dead shit. too? Like. Who knows, man? I loved, yeah, I loved all the side quests, right? And then in the Lumen Pools, like you said, all of a sudden I walk up on a Moki that's fishing, and he's like, whoa, calm down. I'm like splashing yeah. in the water for fun. <laughs> it's great. It's great. That the end of that delivery quest is worth doing, though, if you want to, like, 100% that game. Because it literally just shows every secret on the map. Oh. That's yeah. dope. It's real dope. If it was on PlayStation, I'd do it because I could get the platinum. <laughs> I looked at the achievements, and, like, most of them are doable, but, like, the two I think I'll have problems with are play the game on hard, and beat the game in under four hours. Oh, wait. Beat the game in under four hours? Yes. Is there a new game plus? I don't know. I need to check that. If, if so, then yes. Play four hours. How is that even possible? Metroidvanias, man. People speed yeah, up. You can I guess when you already know what the solution to everything is, that yeah. then speeds up dynamically. But still, still yeah. man, four hours. Still. Any wild. closing thoughts on Ori and the Will of the Wisps? I really fucking enjoyed this game. I yeah. don't know that I'm going to be like singing its pra- like. Again, the Holland example that I'm going to go back and say, like, this is one of my top 10 games ever. I'm going to proselyze it to everyone I see, but it's a real, it's a solid 8.5 out of whatever, out of 10 game yeah. that I think is very worth anyone who's like, if you have Metrovania's or really wants, wants a pretty game, will enjoy this game. It's just not quite as. It, if already one didn't exist, this game would be fucking baller. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I. It's my favorite game of the year so far. Now that that's saying much, um, but <laughs> another month. I yeah exactly. Um, I don't think this is going to end up being in my top five at the end of the year, but I think it will top ten, and that's a pretty high compliment yeah. for mm-hmm. the year that we have ahead of us. Hopefully, things don't get delayed even more. Yeah, I think this game is great. Look at blessings. I don't. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if it will be in my top ten. If I'm being honest, but I, I think the game is awesome. If you have Xbox Game Pass, I think it's definitely worth playing. And like for thirty bucks, like the game is the game is worth that. Like is the game it 30 is bucks? it is a. I think 30. you said thirty. Okay. Yeah, the game is a quality game. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it is a full fledged like you know thirteen hour long like like they put in work in this game. The game is the game is probably worth sixty dollars. This game deserves support, man. Like yeah. I feel like it, it really tried like, to do something they, different. I, they did a they did a great job. Um and like I loved a lot of these, the elements in this game. Uh I. I think the thing that I kind of came out of this game thinking is that maybe I don't love Metroidvanias as much, <laughs> um, and maybe I just don't get excited over like 2D Metroidvanias specifically. Maybe I'm kind of I'm getting tired of them at this point. But even so, like even still, I still really enjoyed my experience with this game, and yeah. I'd recommend this game to anybody who who thinks this game looks cool or thinks it's up their alley or likes Metroidvanias or like 2D game. Like this, this is a a great, fantastic game. Yeah, 
on this week's Game Pass or Play. Your boy Snowbike Mike says this is a must-play over on the <laughs> Xbox side, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And especially coming from someone who, like Blessing just said, right? I, I'm not into Metroidvanias at all. I didn't really like big platforming games, and over the past couple of years, I've played some different ones. This is my favorite one by far so far. I mean, it's beautiful, it's fun, it's got a cool story that really hit me in the heart, and I think. All of the gameplay mechanics that they add in, there's no excuse for you not to smash that install button on your Xbox Game Pass <laughs> and go out there and play it, for sure. God damn, I love you. I love you so <laughs> much. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Stay tuned for the post show if you are a Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games supporter. Mike. Thank you very much for joining us today. Where can people find you? Well, first off, thank you, Gamescast Squad, to bring me down here. But, of course, you can find me at Snowbike Mike on all your favorite social medias. And, of course, twitch.tv slash Snowbike Mike. Five nights a week, I'm bringing you that high-energy game. Play, 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 play. <laughs> See you there. Fabio. You know it. it is right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Until next week. I love you. <laughs>